so often we find school districts are, are looking for a quick fix, something that's gonna get results now and fast. You know, we don't fault them for that because you answer to your community and your community and your school board, your parents, they, they expect their students to get results. And I think the tricky part is staying the course when you know that sustainable results are going to take time. Welcome to Unlock 360, the podcast that delves into education, systems, and leadership. I am your host, Wendy York Tavu, and also the proud founder of Lead Teach Learn 360. Joining us today is Superintendent William Spalding and Assistant Superintendent Sherry Summers of Vallejo City Unified School District. Good morning and welcome. Make sure to stick around to the end of the episode to learn how you could receive a coaching session backed by a research-based leadership competency assessment. And check out the link in the description below where you can get the four key steps you must take now to stop your educators from leaving. Superintendent Spalding, Sherry, tell us a little bit about yourselves and your work in Vallejo City Unified School District. Thank you, Whitney. Um, I'm William Spalding, the proud superintendent of Leo City Unified School District. I've been um, with the district now as a superintendent for around three years. Um, I had previously been a, an administrator in the district about uh, 25 years ago. Um, had the wonderful opportunity to be a, a vice principal, young vice principal at the time, um, opening up a brand new high school, which just turned 25 years old this year. And uh, then had the opportunity to, you know, I, I left for a little while or actually a long while and then had the opportunity to come back a few years later when the superintendency opened up and uh, kind of rekindle, you know, relationships and and um, and trying to you know kind of build this back, um, you know, after some financial issues for the district a few years ago and and then through, you know, the COVID pandemic. So we're, we're coming out of. Uh, you know, some really challenging times and looking forward to some really exciting times. Thank you. Ms. Summers? Good morning. Well, I arrived in the district back in 1982 as a student teacher and found my, my home here. I've worked as a teacher. I've been a site administrator as well as a district administrator and um, in, in currently working as an assistant superintendent for teaching and learning. Now, Sherry's been with the district for quite a number of years. It's, it's wonderful to, you know, to partner with and work with both of you coming um, at the work with, with different perspectives and different backgrounds and experiences. So tell us what drives you to continue to develop and refine for the students in Vallejo City Unified School District. You know, it's a personal thing for me. You know, we're we're kind of an urban district, really. I mean, we're not we're not a big city, but we are an urban district, and we have all kind of the benefits of being an urban center, and then some of the some of the challenges of being an urban center. Um, demographically, we are considered one of the most diverse communities. Uh, at one point, I think we were called the most diverse community in the United States. Wow, I didn't I did not know that. And it's an interesting community because we have a really rich history. Um, you know, I'm sitting right now in an office that used to be uh, on a naval base, and uh, there was a submarine base here for a lot of years in a shipyard. Um, I think the shipyard opened like in the 1850s, and so you know, strong uh, presence of the United States Navy here, and 
until about a little over 20, almost 30 years ago now. Um, then the peace dividend came and kind of closed up shop. And that really pretty dramatically changed um, the trajectory for our community and, uh, you know, kind of took a big employer and, you know, out of, um, out of the city. And so, you know, since then, I think in a lot of ways, we've been trying to kind of find our way, you know, getting our, our sea legs. I'm sorry for the naval, um, you know, for, for the naval um, analogy, but. I like that. I think our kids deserve the best. And, and I think we have to, you know, give them all that we can. And, you know, they don't always have the social capital that, that some of our neighbor, neighboring communities have. Um, but that doesn't mean they're not deserving. And so, you know, we work really hard at, at trying to provide them everything we can and give them the same opportunities, hopes, and dreams that anyone else would want anywhere else. I would really echo a lot of what the superintendent said. When I'm in the presence of our students, they are amazing. They are articulate and they have hopes and dreams and a desire to create really positive things in their future. And yet, as Superintendent Spalding um, spoke about, they are going to face challenges that a lot of their peers who are in more who live in more privileged communities um, don't have to face. One of the things we sign up for when we come to this district is that we know that we also are gonna face challenges in our work. And, and that's what we're committed to doing um, because as the superintendent said, that's what our students deserve. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Remember to like and subscribe. Tell our listeners what it was like when our partnership first began. You know, I think that I kind of came into it maybe a little bit after um, the partnership began and, and started to kind of just um, get to know, you know, LTL 360 and get to know you, Wendy. And Sherry probably has, you know, kind of a better idea of what, what that was all like at the beginning. But what I encountered, you know, when I got to know you and other members of your team, um, and LTL 360 was a really strong, um, thoughtful, competent partner um, that was able, and I think the thing that I really, really respect is able to take the, the complexity of all the things we have to do um, in, a, in a public school system and all the things we have to do in an urban public school system and break it down and make it as simple and as straightforward as, as it can be made for our teacher leaders, for our um, school leaders, for our district leaders, and, you know, really kind of bring that coherence. You know, we, we talk about Fullen's coherence framework. There's a lot of conversation about, you know, the need for coherence in schools and school districts. And, you know, we've really been you know, working at that um, <clears throat> since that coherence framework came out, which is, what, eight years ago now, I think. Um, Easier said than done, you know, because there's so many things that we have to work on and so many, you have to be firing on so many cylinders, you know, to have success, you know, with, with your kids in schools. And what I really appreciate is, you know, how, you know, how involved you've been, um, how straightforward you've been, how much you've helped to clarify for all of us, you know, the, the, the way ahead. And um, that's no easy task. Thank you. And I was really, I was cautious because when we're choosing who we partner with, we're really looking for partners that 
are equity minded and and partners that can build relationships with um, with our principals and our teachers, and for partners that that bring that bring knowledge and skills to the table, but at the same time are willing to work alongside us and learn alongside us because no one has all of the answers um, in order to get to the goals that we're trying to achieve. And so that's what we were really looking for. And that's what we found in the partnership that we've established. I don't really know what to say. <laughs> I'm not used to hearing like our people talk about our work. It's just oh. so moving. Sorry, we were, yeah, sorry. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it together here, but that is just, it just means so much to hear y'all say that. You know, that the work we're doing is valuable to you. And, you know, we don't talk about that. We just get in and do the work. And so I'm struggling a little bit as I hear people on the, our show speak to it because it's just so touching. Remember to hit the notification button so you don't miss an episode. What has been one of the most important outcomes you've seen so far as a result of our work together? I would say that there's a real system and structure that's in place. You know, I mean, everything from, you know, kind of the walkthrough protocols that we've been using and, and you know, the look for, listen for, you know, kind of approach, the, the clarity and the simplicity of our instructional um, priorities, the work that we've done to extend that out to social emotional learning priorities. Um, and, and I think there's a, there's a sense of purpose and vision that I think our, our leadership, you know, our school leadership um, shares. And then, you know, of course we have teacher leaders as well who are part of that whole process. And, you know, I, I think, I think again, I kind of come back to that clarity and simplicity and coherence um, and real drive. I look at the difference, for example, we, we, um, we ended that school year. I think we were on zoom at that time, still kind of pandemic. -y. I looked out at a group of really exhausted, tired, um, administrators. And, and I think that that work, you know, as it was really kind of, um, quickening last year, um, left us, you know, when I was looking at our administrators last June, we were having the kind of the post uh, school year, all day uh, administrative meetings and trainings as, you know, people were still tired as a long year, but um, people were energized and they were hopeful and they were optimistic and they were clear and um, pretty fired up. And, and I, I think that that's carrying over. So I'm bumping into people now as we're starting to come back from you know, July vacations, which were, you know, none of them were long enough, but, um, <laughs> I agree. And I agree. <laughs> but I, I think that that's, I, I think that there's, you can't say enough about that because you have to keep people both seeing the way forward, connected and motivated. And, and I think that's, that's what I see. Sherry, do you have anything you'd like to add? Um, yeah, I think I think the other piece of it is the collective commitment between our two organizations to partner in the long term. Because although as we're looking at our preliminary data this year, we're seeing some pretty significant growth 
in some of the schools that we've really been um, supporting in an intensive way. And we also have some, some schools where we know that it's gonna take longer. And so I think being able to, um, to have that commitment um, because what we know about successful systems is not only is there consistency in leadership, but there's consistency in the strategies that you put in place um, in order to get the result. And so I think that's been a really important outcome as well. So often we find school districts are, are looking for um, a quick fix, something that's going to get results now and fast. And we we you know we don't fault them for that because there you answer to your community and your community and your school board um you know your parents they they expect their students to get results and i think the tricky part is staying the course when you know that sustainable results are going to take time um and while you may see pockets of success relatively quickly there, you know, we're, we are really working on, um, in partnership together, strategies that will help shift culture for the long haul um, across, you know, across your system. So I, I agree with that. Reminder to check out the link in the description below to receive the four key steps you must take now to stop your educators from leaving. So what role does data play in your work uh, with um, building that coherent the, that coherence and those coherent systems of continuous improvement. That that's been an issue that we really had to really work on a lot. Um, I don't know that we over time have had the kind of data always that we've needed or in the hands of the people that needed to have it. And so we've been making some investments in you know both data systems and in somebody who would actually um, who's actually going to collect and distribute and really refine the data, you know, in ways that are more useful. So that's really coming along in ways. I can't say that over time, or at least in the time I've been here, that, um, that that's been where necessarily where I want it to be, but I do feel like it's moving in the right direction. Um, generally, data is key. Um, you know, it, you just, just like you want your pilot to fly a plane that, you know, he can, you know, he has all the dials and the, you know, and he or she has all the dials and, and you know weather reports and and you know speedometer and altimeters all those other kinds of things so that that plane lands safely um you know we need that too you know or you want your doctor um to be working off of data rather than a hunch and and i think that it's you know in education it is so critically important because we have these ideas that um we have notions and ideas a lot of times we make up narratives you know what's going on and we don't necessarily really know what's going on and and we we know what's going on when we really pull up the data and the kinds of things that will tell us what's really happening and sometimes we're wrong you know sometimes our hunches are wrong um you know sometimes you know our our narratives in our head are wrong we think something is a cause of something and it's not and so you know that's why it's so key for everybody and that's why we're pursuing it um, pretty aggressively right now to make sure that we can we can do a far far better job for our teachers for administrators you know in, in giving the kind of data that they can use and that they can make improvements on. Sherry, is there anything you'd like to add to that? 
Yeah, I'd like to add an example because when we began our work, the first project that we teamed together with LTL360 was on designing a tool that would allow us to gather data about the implementation and the impact on student success that our instructional priorities were having in our classrooms. And so we were able to design a tool that allowed us to gather data in a way that really helped us expand our understanding of how to use both qualitative and quantitative data to, um, to do exactly what, um, what you all were talking about, to really have a measurement and not a hunch about the, the implementation and the success of our instructional priorities, but to really have a way to track that in a way that was based in data. Sherry, have you heard any feedback from the um, uh, teachers, the staff, or others in the district uh, about the work that, that we've done so far together? The superintendent touched on it just a bit, but there was a leadership team meeting that we held um, recently where we were engaging teams in looking at um, the progress that we had made in using coherent systems to produce continuous improvement. And as teams were sharing their evidence and as our teachers and principals that were in that meeting were sharing their evidence about the progress that had been made, you could just hear the confidence and the, the pride in their voices in the work that you could tell they, they had ownership in the work, they had commitment to the work. And it was just, um, it was, a, it, it felt like a real shift in seeing people um, coming from a place of maybe being, being tired or um, overwhelmed to feeling like they were making a difference and they had the tools and were empowered to um, push even further and make even more of a difference. That's what it's all about, that collective efficacy and that belief that we can do this and we're going to do it together, but we can make an impact. You know, Sherry made mention of, of some pockets of, of growth that we've seen um, you know, with some of our schools and, and maybe some unexpected, you know, growth. Um, but as you said, um, Wendy, there, you know, there, there's an expectation out there. Uh, there's an expectation, you know, in our community, there's expect, expectation outside of our community. People are watching us closely and, um, you know, wanting to see really kind of a breakthrough for us. And so that has to be sustained. And so what I look forward to from our partnership is that we continue the work, but we reap even, you know, more benefits over time and that our kids really, it's really about the kids, that the kids reap more benefits over the time. And while we can always point to positive outliers, and then, you know, there are some outliers that there aren't quite as positive. It's, I'm going to feel better um, when it's system-wide, when we, when we get system-wide results, you know, that's, that's, 
that's my brass ring. Um, you know, to get those system wide results around the district, school to school, classroom to classroom, kid to kid. And that's what we're chasing. And, you know, we really appreciate that you're with us. You know, um, you know, you're you're in the you're in the front seat with us. I think that's what I look forward to more. And, you know, and and, and I'm really committed this year. You know, I've got a mindset about, you know, really starting this year strong and and really pushing hard all year to, you know, to to start to really see those results um, across the board. You know, I started as a classroom teacher myself in um, Houston, Texas, or just outside of, of Houston ISD uh, for ALEAF ISD, and then, um, you know, relocated to Southern California, worked for um, the Paris Union High School District uh, for a number of years, and I, I remember how eye-opening it was when I left the classroom and I became a literacy coach uh, for the school district and, and began to visit multiple classrooms at multiple school sites that the kids weren't getting the same quality of instruction, the same quality in terms of um, like time to collaborate or the same quantity and in, in, in time to collaborate, support in terms of how to use academic language, um, you know, push and expectations were different. And so I, I, I know I'm preaching to the choir here because the two of you ha have now, you in your roles, you experienced that and you've seen that, so you know. And then I remember when I went into instructional coaching and began to work with um, multiple districts in multiple states, it was even more, wow, the difference and the variance. And, you know, and then, and then that, that has just like over time, it's become a passion for me because it's not okay. Every kid deserves the very best opportunity and the variance in the system isn't okay. And we have to figure out how to reduce it. And I don't have children of my own, um, but I often tell people, if I did, you bet I would be that parent at the school trying to pick my child's teacher because I would want them to have the very best. And it shouldn't be that way. No parent should, should feel that they have to pay thousands of dollars to have their child go to a private school or you know, to, to go to the public school and campaign for their child. Um, every child deserves the best. So I think that your commitment to this work and the results that you're already starting to see in terms of systems development and processes and outcomes for kids in pockets, we'll get there. You, you will get there across the system. But, but that is, it's admirable. And anyone that isn't displaying that level of commitment, they're in the wrong business because the kids deserve it. That's really what it's about is that we are, we are on a mission to get all of our students with an emphasis on all across that finish line to college and career readiness. And um, that's, really what's, that's really what's driving everything, everything that we do. And um, we've started to see this year uh, uh, some, some progress towards that. And um, we're just gonna, we're just gonna keep pushing till we get there. Thank you both for being here today. 
I appreciate you. We value you. Our team is invested in your success. We aren't successful unless you are, and you're getting there, and, and it's happening. So appreciate, value you, stay the course. For our listeners, and just a reminder that for a limited time, we are offering a free coaching session backed by a research-based leadership competency assessment. Check out the links below for the offers.